The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Some parents have expressed concern in recent months about a new curriculum coming down the track um, for SPHE. This is the sort of relationships and social education that kids do in secondary school. And the curriculum is changing. And a lot of people, I think, are half afraid about what might be in it. Now, I got a teaching guide this morning, or over the weekend, I was reading it. It's about a 50 or 60 page guide for teachers as to what is in this curriculum and how they might teach it and how they might bring it into a classroom. And some of the stuff that I have been hearing about people being afraid of that was in this, they're not in it at all. And some of the things that people were afraid would dominate it are barely mentioned. Pam O'Leary is a guidance counsellor and teacher at the Cork Educate Together on Wellington Road. Also doing a post-grad, Pam, in SPHE in, in DCU. And you'll be trained to deliver the new curriculum. The teaching notes that I got and read were yours. I don't see anything in this that I don't wish I was taught when I was 14. Morning to you. Morning. Thanks, PJ, for having me on. And I think it's really important. I think a lot of voices have come out on this in the coming months, in the, in the last few months, and the teaching voice has kind of been absent from it. And I, I, I just felt it was really important to say that I'm teaching it and I know it back and forth. And mm-hmm. um, so there's, there's nothing for parents to be worried about in this new curriculum. And in actual fact, it's one of the most researched and consulted curriculums in the Department of Education's history. Um, no. It's been very well consulted. Your, your you know, notes, I'm very happy with it. And, and you certainly yeah. should be. The notes that you sent me are a 12, maybe 13 lesson course. And they just go through the topics that, that some of the topics that are covered. So yeah. well-being, self-reliance, understanding your mm-hmm. own needs. I was yeah. amazed to see you bring up Maslow there. God, they're teaching Maslow the last 200 years. Um, yeah. Pro-social behavior. That's, I only heard mm-hmm. that term. I read that term recently. And I had no idea what yeah. it was. And yet it's the most basic behavior. Yes, you go into a romantic relationship. You talk about boundaries, your rights, responsibilities, yeah. regulating. Very, all very, All very healthy stuff. Yes, and it kind of frustrates me that the you know in the last few months in, in in media coverage and online, there's been a lot of things around pornography and a lot of things around gender identity as being kind of the main um, focus of the curriculum, and that's actually not the truth at all. Um, a lot of the curriculum was based on longitudinal studies of youth mental health and youth education in Ireland. Over the, and I don't know if you're familiar with the Growing Up in Ireland survey, which surveyed students from primary into secondary and into adulthood. It's been going on for the last 20 years. Yeah, I, I, I read it when the reports come out, yeah. Yeah, so the, a, lot of the inf- a lot of the curriculum is based on what students said that they were missing or what they were lacking or what they felt they needed while they were at school. So, like, you know, in terms of the... I know the parents get a bit worried when they hear the word pornography and school, but what what I really wanted to to read out to you, and I think this is really important for, for parents to understand, is that the learning outcome for pornography is discuss the influence of popular culture in the online world, in particular the influence of pornography on young people's understanding, expectations and social norms in relation to sexual expression. That's exactly what the learning outcome is. Mm. You know, and it's about safety, it's about care, it's about minding yourself. You know, there's nothing salacious in there at all, which 
what a lot of people are led to believe, which I, it is completely untrue. The gender section, or at least the teaching notes yes. on the gender section, I read them this morning because I know I've had people bending my ear about this and saying, they're going to be teaching yeah. about having 35 genders. No, you're yeah. not. Yeah. It's a page in the yeah. teaching notes. Give over here, like. Yeah, and it's it's also like the, the, the learning outcome for that one is uh, looking at how human sexuality, sexual orientation and gender identity are experienced and expressed in diverse ways. Mm-hmm. In other words, understanding that we're all different, understanding that we all have different uh, experiences of living in the world. There's no promotion of any one or the other. It's just making people aware that not everybody is like you. Okay. Might I push you know, back and that's okay. Could, could I push back a little, Pam, in terms of what yeah. some parents might say? And let's see your take on it then. So sure. a, a parent, mother or father, might say, my youngster is 14. Yeah. I will decide what they learn about sex and diversity. And I will yes. decide when they learn it. I send yes. them to school to learn English, maths, French, history, geography. Mm. And, he, and, and uh, yeah. I don't want them learning about sex in school. I'll teach sure. them about that. What's the response there? Well, I, I think that's very personal and very individual to each family, isn't it? Because there's there's religious and cultural concerns and there's different things. But like under under the Education Act, parents have a right to, you know, consult with a school and talk to a school about what's being delivered. And I think the vast majority of parents who consult with the school, talk to the teachers and express their concerns with the school will discover actually that this is quite a deeply caring and safety conscious curriculum mm-hmm. and isn't really you know, about spreading the message of sex. It's actually more of spreading the message of good relationships. Yes. And let, people forget about the R part in RSE. They want to focus on the S, but it's actually more about the R. It's about the relationships between people and how we take care of each other. Yeah. And that's what the curriculum is all about. And I would have said too, Pam, how you mind yourself and how you recognize that something Absolutely. is right. Absolutely. You know, I said to you there when I was bringing you in, I said, look, when I was 14, I would love if people, someone, yeah. taught me some of this yeah. stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm not going Absolutely. to say where or when now, but I can remember in school, one mm. individual teacher. And when I look back on it now, many years hence, even though that individual teacher never did anything out of the way around me or any of my mm. close friends, we were being groomed. Absolutely, we were being groomed. Yeah, absolutely. But we didn't and like know there it is. Then. Of course you didn't. And but now these days, I suppose, with with social media and phones and, you know, sexual imagery that's everywhere. This stuff is even and you're saying English, Irish and maths. But like this stuff is actually now even more important than English, Irish and maths, because it's we are entering into a new era and a new age with safety and with self-care, with mental health. You know, this this subject is vitally important to keep people safe and to keep people cared for yes. while they're at school. Yes, and they, I, at 14, that's when you need to start learning these things. So we, we came out of school. I, you're younger than me, Pam, considerably, but we came out of school and we, shall we just say, we barely knew what our working parts were for. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Well, I got zero sex education, and I I, I went to school in the, in the nineties in a community a large community school. I didn't school even in the 90s. To talk to people. I looked gir- girls were like a different yeah. species. I came out of school. I had yes. no idea how to even talk to them. But you know what the funny thing is, PJ, and I'll tell you this because I'm a guidance counselor as well as a teacher. Students ask me mainly questions on relationships. They don't really ask me many questions about sex at all. They yeah. ask me things like, "How do I? How do I ask someone out? How do I break up with someone?" What do I do if I think that, you know, that we're not getting on and, you know, what do I do then? Or what if my friends don't like my boyfriend? They ask me questions about relationships in the main. So I think the focus is kind of misguided on this on this yes. curriculum. Like it's a very small part of it. Sure, we have to mention sexuality. We have to mention, um, you know, just like sexual expression and things like that yeah. um, and pornography because because it is a real live issue for yeah. 12 to 18 year olds in this country it's happening everywhere and it's through phones it's not through libraries it's yeah. through phones yes. that it's happening and anyone who thinks that a student is checking a, a library book out to learn about sex they're they're living in the 1950s because most students learn about sex through their friends and their phones you know and we know exactly, um, we exactly what you're referring yeah. to at the moment let me let, yeah. let's, let's look at what i particularly jumped off the page to me not having a notion of what was in it until I read your notes. Now let's take lessons two, three, four, and five. Okay? You're do- mm. you're dealing with decision making, well being, yeah. self reliance yeah. and understanding your own needs. Now Yes. Okay, my parents did a good job with me when I was a teenager in teaching me those things. Not everybody has those privileges in life. So yes. it's important for kids to get a handle on this in the class. Yes. Yeah. I, I was very impressed yeah. with those. And that's, exa- that's exactly why why I, I sent them on to you, because I feel it's really important for parents to know that I feel this subject is probably the most important subject for, for students when mm. they're at school. Even more, and I and I deal with the leaving cert. Like I got the leaving cert results on Friday, and that was all great. Academic achievement is really important. But actually, at the heart of it is the humanity. It's the relationships. It's how to take care of yourself. They're really vital life skills. And if we're not giving them or we're avoiding or we're opting people out or we're taking them away from it, like it's it's detrimental to their health and their mental health. Can I put a scenario on the table, Pam? And one would hope sure. it would never happen here. But I'm looking at the contents in particular of lesson three and four. Hmm. and five and in the context of the unspeakable tragedy in Clonmel yeah. yeah those kids okay they're they're older now they're 17 and 18 in that school they're broken hmm. they're broken absolutely by what's absolutely like I, and to it, have learned yeah. this stuff when they were 14 or 15 would be gold yeah. to them Absolutely, yeah, because it's all about support, it's all about care, it's all about understanding others, empathy, perspective taking, you know, understanding what others, your own needs and what others might need, consent, all of the, all of those things, you know, mm. to actually strengthens relationships and makes people's bonds stronger. And I'm hoping that these children in Clamel all have very strong bonds because that's what's going to carry them through the coming months and years. Yeah. There's other things you look at as well, health, healthy boundaries. My God, we're only talking about the Ruby yeah. Alley story this morning. Like healthy, yes. healthy boundaries in life, coping skills, you know, your rights yeah. and responsibilities. These are, why do you think though, Pam, 
there is mm. a pushback against this from from some quarters. Well, I I I actually it's it's hard, it's kind of hard to understand. It's 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 like you know anyone in education, any teacher, any social worker, any medical professional, any nurse that you speak to knows that this is all basic common sense. It seems to be coming from people who are outside of those realms, you know, people who've never been inside a classroom, who don't really work with young people, they don't really understand, you know, how curriculums work or how education works or how SPHE works. Um, And I wish, I hope that maybe talking to you today or other, actually parents can go on the NCCA website and there's a whole host of information for parents, NCCA, parents, SPHE, if you look it up, everything is there. It's all consulted, researched and followed through. And there's still consultation ongoing for senior cycle SPHE, which is when you get into the more, I suppose, um, abuse kind of lines of areas and, and into more elevated areas of sex education. But that's under consultation at the moment. It hasn't been rolled out yet. It's more, this this curriculum is junior cycle. So it's mm. uh, 12 to 15s. Yeah, I, I think back to an Ireland where 12, 13 and 14 year old girls in particular ended up mm. in mother and baby homes and Magdalene laundries because Absolutely, they were, yeah. and, and, and let's call it a spade a spade here, Pam, they were raped. And Absolutely, they and they no didn't know, I- they didn't they have language no for it, PJ. Idea. They had no idea what was no. going on. No, and I'd no, like they to didn't. Think a, course, no. a course like this will equip our 14 year olds. Absolutely, because, you know, like, even though there isn't, a, there, obviously we don't have laundries anymore and we do, they can still be groomed. They can still be groomed online. They're still coming across sexual harassment on the streets. There's still, you know, a lot of things like, you know, grabbing in nightclubs and, you know, groping and things like that. There's a lot of that going on. So teaching them about bodily autonomy, teaching them to feel strong and saying no, teaching them to report and where the support services are is all part of SPAT. Yeah, and I, I even think back to when my, you know, my myself and my peers were were teenagers and youngsters in our twenties, maybe. When we think what we did back then, we yeah. we we didn't think we were doing any harm, but yeah. bring it into the modern era, Jesus, we yeah. we didn't have a clue. Well, it's great now that we have loads of reference points these days. You know, we have lots of examples and case studies and, you know, like, you know, even Coco's law in this country yes. was based on, you know, you know, there's there's loads of new information that we have that Bullying we can use in, in the here, classroom. The way, I should have mentioned that. Yeah, Bullying absolutely. And, and actually, PJ, one of the things that I was really clear with when I was writing this lesson is that actually, you know, the old fashioned physical bullying, you mm. know, the puck taking someone's bag or giving them an, giving them a, a puck, that that's not really around anymore. More, the type of bullying that we see a lot of is relational bullying. It's the adding people on Snapchat mm. and then removing them or isolating them, you know, not inviting them places. That insidious kind of online, very hard to kind of track type behavior, leaving someone out, you know, mm. ma- making them feel on their own. That's the type of bullying that I wanted to talk about because it's sometimes unseen. Now, one thing I noticed before I let you go, Pam, with regard to, the, and I know this is a draft, so it'll probably change, but with regard to the teaching yes. notes and the teaching guides for each lesson, yeah. there's yeah. huge encouragement before the topic is delved into by the teacher. Mm. There's huge mm. encouragement on the youngsters themselves to sort of, if you want, brainstorm. Yeah. So I have something called, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's called hive mind. So what I'm asking students to do in the beginning is because I never know 
like every class I go into is different. I never know what their experiences are or what they know about a topic. Some of them might think they might know everything about it and some might think they I'm lost. I don't know anything. So what I like to do is in the beginning is to do a little kind of hive mind with them throw out a few ideas and suggestions or questions and then kind of gauge where they're at with it because sometimes you would have groups that are you know smaller they might not know or you might have kids with additional needs as well who might not exactly grasp the concept so I think it's really important that from the very beginning you're collaborating with the student I'm not telling them everything I'm asking them I'm consulting with them and then I roll out the lesson according to maybe what they think and what their needs are. You know, so that's that's how I roll anyway. That's how I operate in the classroom because it's a collaborative process for me. Well, what I'm going to do, Pam, is I'm going to take a bit more time with this. I'm going to actually go through the whole teaching lesson, the whole the whole lesson guide in more detail, so that when someone's ringing me up here in the weeks and months ahead, going, "This is a disgrace," yeah. that's a disgrace. I know exactly what's yeah. in it and what's not, and I'll be able to become. Well, now this it's a draft now, PJ. Yeah, will no. say that, well, and actually, when you, when you have it finished, the, send me the finished bit. Yeah, and what I might send you as well, PJ, just so you have it for yourself, is actually the official curriculum. They're the lessons that you have that I okay. will deliver, and Great. I wrote those myself. Um, but I'm tweaking them at the moment because, you know, there's little suggestions that other teachers are giving me. I'm trying to make them fit with the, actually, the, the curriculum is only just launched now. So I'm trying to make them just make sure that, that not that they're perfect, but that I, I really am clued into what we're trying to do here and that I'm collaborating with other people. Send me on the rest of them. Send me on the rest of it because I'd love to. I'd love to see it. Pam O'Leary, guidance counsellor and teacher at the Cork Educator Killer on Wellington Road, also doing a postgrad in SBHE at DCU. This new curriculum on and look, don't mind what some fella. Thank you, Pam. Don't mind what some fella stop you stops you in Dawn Square and says, "Do you know what they're teaching the kids?" Because trust me, he doesn't know or she doesn't know. There's nothing in here to be afraid of. There's nothing in here that I wouldn't want me. 14-year-olds to learn about. There's nothing in here that I don't wish I was taught about when I was 14. Corks 96 FM Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 